0: What's going on everyone? Jack Troyer here. Welcome back and welcome to episode five of the Young Prodigies Podcast. On this episode, I'm going to be talking about exactly why you are not taking action. Now, you probably know someone or it might even be yourself and either yourself or someone has knowledge or an amazing idea to do something or had total inspiration and the knowledge of how to accomplish something, but they could not get themselves to do it even though they knew it was what they needed to do and it's exactly what they wanted. Now. They may ask themselves, why is it that I am not exercising? Why is it that I am not building my business that I am completely passionate about? Why is it that I am not building my dreams when I know life is short? Now, there are circumstances in this world. The circumstances are the things that we cannot control, which is everything outside of us. There are so many things that we are able to control, but the things we are not able to control are just a given. Now, we are not able to control what has already happened to us, such as our past. We can't control other people. And again, we cannot control anything that has happened to us out in the world because those are all of our circumstances. Now, those are the only things in our lives that we are not able to take control of. So what do we do when we're not able to take control of something no matter what? We look at the stuff that we can control and then we take complete advantage of it. So let's switch to the positive and talk about you know, what are the, some of the things that We are able to control. The things that we're able to control are our thoughts, our feelings, our actions, and most importantly, our results. All of these things are 100% within our control. Now, what happens to a lot of people is they completely forget this because they fall victim to the mindset of life happens to them and not through them. This is super important to understand, but that's for another episode. So what happens to us as people... Is We tend to think that either everything is 100% in our control or that nothing is in our control whatsoever So what we think about is also known as our conscious thoughts, which I actually talked about in episode 3 But these thoughts are 100% completely within our control because they are going through our own heads We can control much of the thoughts going through a lot of other people's heads, but we can control our own mind so again Your circumstances are caused by other people, and you cannot control those people, and it's true, and the world itself is not in our control, and guess what? Your past is not in your control either, but we decide to think, and what we decide to think is completely in our control. Now, we also tend to forget this. We do not remember everything that is within our immediate control, You also may think that your thoughts are not even within your control, but that's actually completely false. In fact, most of us don't even know what we're thinking. What's happening is that you're responding to the thoughts that you are not aware of. Now, this is important because our thoughts are what create our feelings. Everything you do in your life is because you are looking to feel a certain way. Just have that in your head because... You know, It's a very good thing to know, but if your feelings are created by your thoughts and everything you do in your life is because you're seeking a certain feeling, I would think that it would be important to understand and know what you're thinking. The problem with this and the reason that everyone struggles is because when we were growing up, those who were teaching us did not even bother to try to teach us how to learn. What they did is they tried to teach everyone the basics of everything that's not even important in your life, like algebra, chemistry, geometry, and history. Well, if you're going into those fields, I understand, but for the average person who's trying to go into a different field, they're not even important. And what they're expecting is that learning what you know, learning was a byproduct of teaching these kids certain subjects, what you need to know is that it's completely false. Kids can absorb knowledge and spit it back out, but they're not really taking it in and using it. What people don't do is they don't pull us aside and say, here's the deal. Everything you want in your life is because of a certain want for a certain feeling. They are the feelings that you are looking for by doing that certain thing, as well as the feelings that you're trying to avoid by not doing a certain thing. So, if our feelings are the most important things, don't you think that they should teach us that all of our feelings are caused by our thoughts, and maybe we should learn how to think on purpose? This is so we can create the feelings that we want. Now, it really would have been awesome if, freshman year, the guidance counselors pulled you down, and they said all of this. So. I want you to get down that our thoughts create our feelings and now your feelings are also important because they drive all of your actions the power and the fuel for what you do so when you ask the question why am I not taking action well it is because of the way that you already feel and the way that you want to feel and the other question is why are you taking the actions that you do not want to be taking and I would give you the exact same answer so your feelings are driving your actions your actions are always going to create the results you want in your life or that you don't want in your life so that no matter what happens, just understand that your actions create your results. Now, I'm going to use an example right here. So let's say that you are supposed to be getting a project or for your business done, and while you really should be doing this, instead, you're strolling through Instagram. Now, deep down you 100% know and you really want to go and do your work, but it's almost like you're in paralysis and you can't even get up from what you're doing. This is because of the feeling that you are getting from scrolling through Instagram. It is easier to sit and scroll through Instagram because you're getting that amazing feeling instantly the entire time that you're scrolling, but you're annoyed that you're not taking the action because you know that if you were to go and do your work and then finish it, you would feel an even greater feeling of satisfaction and gratification, but it would only take you a little bit longer and a little more time before you actually felt the feeling. And your mind knows that. So it would just be easier for you to sit there and get the same sort of feeling instantly, instead of putting in the work before you actually get the feeling. So that is one of the main reasons that a lot of people are not able to take actions on certain things. So let me just summarize this whole thing again. Your thoughts and the sentences within your mind are what's creating your feelings and your feelings are what drive your actions and your actions create your results. This is a very simple way of looking at the world and it is 100% accurate. Now, what is it that determines what we think? If my thinking drives everything and if it is creating my feelings and my actions and my results, I need to know what I'm thinking. You will also need to know how to change your thinking if you want a different result in your life. Now, the most of us have never even been taught to really look at our own thinking compassionately to observe our own thinking. Now, this is a practice that takes a lot of practice. And what I mean is that by the process of watching your own mind think requires you to separate yourself from your own mind. The most of us don't even make that separation. We don't even recognize that there is a separation there. And to be able to go into that observer mode, we have to separate ourselves from our own minds in order to watch ourselves think exactly what a lot of meditation is based on now i'm able to sit and meditate but i can't do it for long of that time that i'm able to sit there and do this i am able to watch my brain think and this is where i went into the space of recognizing my own thinking now once you start doing that once you start noticing what your mind is thinking you might be a little surprised you also think that it makes total sense because if you realize that you may have been feeling sad depressed full of anxiety or trapped. You'll start to see your thoughts that support the idea of you being in those certain emotional states. You'll start to see that there's little tiny things that you're telling yourself and that you don't even know you're telling yourself every single day that actually have a negative effect on you. Now, remember and write down if you have not already that your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings create your actions, and then your actions create your results. And if you use that little phrase and look at your own mind, you'll start to see exactly why everything in your life is playing out the way that it is. Now, if you're not seeing any of the, the results or the changes that you want in your life, you're going to say, okay, but I've already had a look inside my mind and I've observed it, get, 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 get any of it, and I want to change it immediately. Now, I want you to understand that this is completely common in all of us. When we start to look at our own mind, we start being more conscious, and then you'll start to realize the negative thoughts that are going through your mind every single day. You have sixty to 75,000 thoughts in your mind every single day, and only 7% of those thoughts are positive. Now, if you've never directed your mind or never told your mind what to think, it may be thinking old thoughts from your childhood, You know, which will have a negative effect on you in the long run. When your mind is unsupervised, Picture it like a two-year-old child left in the house alone. It may have sharp objects and it might just be running around with them. Now, what might happen and what has happened to a few people that I've helped is that once they turn the lights on in their own mind, they are very tempted to turn them back off. What happens is they start to look in their own mind and they see and they recognize how much pain they're in and how much negativity they're creating. Don't want to deal with it. And I want to say that is totally fine. But it really denies all of your power and all your ability to change those feelings. And if you change your your thoughts without understanding this, it is going to be much more challenging. Now, the reason for that is most of us try to make a change from the action piece of our lives. So if you think about this, remember that I just taught you that your thoughts create your feelings, which drive your actions. Now, if you try to change your actions without changing the, 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 the feeling that is driving the action you're going to have a struggle because you're going to have to work against that feeling and that thought that is creating the feeling. This is the exact same reason why only 1% of Americans stick with their New Year's resolution. I guarantee you've known hundreds of people that have had a New Year's resolution and then they give up on it within the first three weeks, even if they make it that far. This is because what they're doing is they're forcing that change on a certain action, such as going to the gym, giving up a certain piece of food or something like that. But they're not backing it up mentally and emotionally. Therefore, they're not going to stick with that. And even more than that, they're going to end up hating the idea of having to do that thing of which is their resolution or you know what will make them or better them in the future. So what will happen is if they try to attempt it in the future, they're going to associate it with pain and work. Now, I'm also going to throw this other example in there, which is school. What teachers and administrators don't understand is why their children don't like school. They think it's because of their outside life or that it might just be the homework. But the real thing is that a certain action is being forced on all of these kids. The action being actually having to get up very, very early in the morning with very little sleep and have to go to a place which either terrifies them or puts them in a bad mood and have to sit through class and listen to boring lectures on topics that they don't even like. Then they're given homework and projects on top of that. This makes people hate the idea of having to go to school and do the work and just have to do the work in general. So if you hear anyone older than the millennial generation talking about how entitled millennials are and how lazy they are and how they don't do anything, just know that first off, that is 100% not true. They just do not know how our minds work. And the second thing is they are the ones who caused a lot of it in the first place because they are the teachers. They are the administrators of the schools that forced us to get up very early in the morning and learn crap that's unnecessary for our life. Now, I'm sorry for my little rant, but it's true, and I hope that opened up your minds. So what I'm trying to get out of this is that once you really get a hold of why you're not doing something or why you are doing something, then it will reveal to you the thoughts and the feeling combination that is driving it. When you change that thought or feeling, changing the action becomes so much easier. This is why smokers will try to quit many, many, many times, and they will have been unable to, but then they'll suddenly get a diagnosis saying that they need to change their habits or else something bad's going to happen, and they quit the first week of the diagnosis. The only thing that has changed is their mind, and they were told something that switched the thought in their mind and made the feeling of driving the action completely change and made the ability to quit smoking become very, very easy. So let's just recap. To be able to understand why you do what you do and change it does not mean you have to go and sit and look back at your past. It does not mean that you have to go and lie on a therapist couch and talk about any kind of anything that happened when you were a child. All you have to know is that the thought that you are thinking now and that thought that you may have been thinking since you were a child is what's causing your pain. You do not have to understand exactly why you are thinking it as an adult. You just have to recognize, recognize that you are, and then be kind to yourself in that recognition. I want you to also understand that every every action in your life is because of a feeling, and that feeling in your life is because of the thought you're thinking. And I know I might just be a little repetitive, but I want you to get this down because this will help you in every aspect of changing your mind. Now, I don't have the five short action steps that we usually have for you guys, but I do have the process of the action steps that I want you to take, and I'll explain them here. What you need to do is really begin to look inside your mind and see what you are thinking. This will allow you to become conscious of your thoughts and ask yourself why. When it comes to anything in your life, if you ask yourself why you're doing something that you're doing or why you're feeling the way you're feeling, the answer that you give yourself will always be a thought. And... That is the best way to get to know what's going on inside your mind. What's going inside your mind is what will determine how you feel, how you act, and then the result that you get. All you need to do is practice and repeat this over and over and always be tweaking everything. Now, I just want to leave you guys off with this. And if you have not written this down, I've said it 100,000 times in this episode, but here we go. Your thoughts create your feelings. Your feelings create your actions. And your actions go. That being said, this is a longer episode, and I understand that. So I hope you guys got even more value out of this one. Let me know if the examples that I used really helped, and I really, really, really want you guys to start sending me DMs if any of this has helped you. And if you don't already know my Instagram, it's at Jack Troia underscore. And if you could also message the Young Prodigies Podcast Facebook page, if you're not on Instagram, that would be awesome too. If you have not already, go subscribe to the Young Prodigies Podcast so you get notified of new, new, new episodes that come out. I'll also be announcing it on my Instagram and usually my Facebook stories as well. Go share it with a friend who you know would really find value in this, and. I will see you guys in episode six.